where did we leave off uh, the last bit of research we asked AP to do on the internet? Um, where the Tooth Fairy came in. Any news, AP? Uh, I'm just uh, looking it up now. Oh, because, I thought you had uh, it open. I, no, I, I actually forgot what the... Oh, uh, God. Number one. When you type in tooth, you don't get dentist, you get fairy. Oh, well, as you would. Excellent. That saved us a lot of time. So here we are, boys and girls, waiting on the origins of the Tooth Fairy. You might remember we checked on the uh, Easter Rabbit before and uh, AP explained all about that. Now we're going to do the Tooth Fairy. Go ahead, German AP. German origins. Yes. <coughs> right, here we go. The Tooth Fairy is a fantasy figure of early childhood. Oh. The folklore states that when children lose one of their baby teeth, they should place it underneath their pillow and the Tooth Fairy will visit while they sleep replacing the tooth with a small payment. Yes, I know. I love that. Made a fortune. The, the tradition of leaving tooth. a tooth under a pillow for the tooth fairy to collect is practised in various countries in the English-speaking world. Mm. I wouldn't have thought it was limited to that. Apparently so. In early Europe, or under the heading origins, in early Europe it was a tradition to bury baby teeth that fell out. Oh. When a child's sixth tooth falls out, it is a custom for parents to slip a gift or money from the tooth fairy under the child's pillow, but to take the tooth as a reward. I didn't know it was down to a number. It's making my brain hurt. Yeah, I'm starting to get a headache. Tooth fairy is not supposed to have anything to do with mathematics. Oh, God, everything does nowadays. Does, it, t- does, it, tell, does it tell us how large the tooth fairy is? <laughs> no, I mean, is it the size of... You know the little the little fairy in Disneyland. Yeah, what's, I, I, what's that? What's that? Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. Yeah, Tinkerbell. yeah I'm, I'm thinking well, Tinkerbell. That's small. Yeah, I'm thinking Tinkerbell. Yeah. Because because I'm trying to reconcile uh, uh, the payment thing when they they make payment. Uh, the tooth fairy carrying coins. Yeah, well, she's got to have she's got to have cash, and she's got to be capable of a payload. Yeah, I'd say so. Cr- Collecting all these uh, teeth all night. So she's somewhere between Tinkerbell and a C-130 Hercules. Yeah, I'd have to say that, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Where was I? In, in Northern Europe, uh, there was also the tradition of a tooth fee. 908. Yeah, got when that. The child, <laughs> when the child lost its first tooth. Oh, it's only the first tooth there. The other one's the sixth tooth. Yeah, that's right, the sixth oh, tooth. No, so my brain's it's, hurting. Like, it's starting to sound like um, antenna theory from my ham radio exam. Oh, God. Uh, this tradition is recorded in early writings, as early as the Eddas, which are the earliest written records of Norse and Northern European traditions. Well, now, you're going to love this bit. But they didn't speak English. Well, this is it. Um, the reward left varies by country. The family's economic status, oh. amount that the child's peers report receiving, and other factors. So Tinkerbell's a, two, a communist. A two, no, no, no. A 2013 survey by Visa. Oh, well, there's a reliable source. American, American children receive $3.70 per tooth on average. $3.70? I was tickle pink to get five cents. Yeah, Visa, me too. Please. Visa. I mean, it was uh, it was a five cent piece. It was it was um, it was uh, uh, at that age, money was you know one and two cent pieces. Indeed, we still if had you, a one cent piece. Very first games of uh, poker I play with my mates. 
um, given that we didn't have the foggiest idea what we were doing. Um, in fact, we were probably playing Snap uh, for, for coins. They were the one and two cent copper. The, the, the plan in our household is we'd have the glass in the kitchen, not not in the room, and we would drop the tooth in the glass, right? Okay. That was, and then you'd wake up in the morning, race off to the kitchen, and your tooth would be gone, and there'd be five cent coin in there. Oh, oh I see. I, my recollection is it was under the under the pillow. I think. Mm. Mine was a glass of water by the by the bed on the bedside table. You'd, you'd leave your tooth in the glass of water, and in the morning the tooth would be gone, and underneath the glass of water would be a five cent piece. So Tinkerbell was able is strong enough, or the C one thirty Hercules was strong enough to be able to <laughs> lift the glass up and put a five cent piece under it. That's impressive. It's nice flying yeah, too, I, frankly. I have had a. Uh, she may have uh, carried a small block and tackle with her. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting she had help. Hydraulics? Yeah. Hydraulics and a couple of um, really big fuckers to help her out, frankly. <laughs> yeah, a couple of... La- so the, the tooth fairy labourers. Yeah, I'd say so. A bit like the queen ant and the worker labourers. ants. Yeah. They were probably worker fairies. Interesting. Uh, during Middle Ages... Oh, if I on, make hasn't finished yet. Gentlemen. I'm sorry. Other superstitions arose surrounding children's teeth. In England, for example, children were instructed to burn their baby teeth in order to save the child from hardship in the afterlife. It's oh, a, bit of a long, it's a long bow, isn't it? Yeah. Children who didn't consign their baby teeth to the fire would spend eternity searching for them in the afterlife. Jesus. I've got to, I've got to admit that's a, that's a scary prospect. Yeah. No wonder. Jesus, they're even putting the fear of God. And this is even in pagan times before Christianity's come mm. on board. Uh, the, the Vikings, it is said, paid paid children for their teeth. Well, I like them better. So if they got out of Fiverr, you'd be expected to get your pliers out, would you? Yeah, I, I don't so. know where this is going. I'm not. I don't like it. In the Norse culture, that's the commercial where the uh, blonde male and female are sharing outside. Yep, yep, yep. Who... Know the one. Children's teeth and other articles belonging to children were said to bring good luck in battle. Oh, so you go around... areas hung their children's teeth on a string around their necks. How pleasant. Bloody hell. Um... <laughs> what, what are you doing, son? We're going to battle. Oh, I've just got the Colgate out and I'm just brushing my necklace. Yeah, I'm just, uh, just going to whip out <laughs> a pair of pliers and pull out a couple of your teeth because we've got a bit of a war coming up. Uh, fear of witches was another reason to bury or burn teeth. In, me- in medieval Europe, it was thought that if a witch were to get hold of one's teeth, it could lead to them having total power over him or her. Oh, right. Isn't it interesting, though, that when you... Th- no, when- mean, sorry to interrupt you. Sorry, we're, sorry. Um, yeah, we're discussing... Uh, yeah. yeah, no, witches- I was just, just going to say, isn't it interesting that, that people... And sure, we you know tonight we're discussing how rationally sane, regular, well-educated people can still believe that you know the Bible itself. Um, but yet, back in those days, the fear was that witches could take mm. over your whole mm. person and everything else because mm. of teeth. Isn't it, you know, the, isn't the human race like basically really fucking stupid? I mean, when you think about it, you analyse history. I mean, they were scared of things like dragons. Yes, I was scared of everything. Um, yeah, all sorts of creatures. I mean, I can understand the whole religion, the concept of religion, because 
The point being of religion and all religions near as I can figure out is to say that your life here on earth is shit. But if you believe in what I tell you, the next life's going to be great. So you think to yourself, oh well, all right, I'm going to um, I'm going to suck up to this bloke and give him one tenth of my uh, earnings and everything else because um, like, it's going to be so like much better. Snake, snake like oil, snake oil sales. Exactly. Man. You're going to love the next heading because okay. we've gotten down to appearance. Okay. And that was something that you asked earlier. Yes, it is. Unlike Santa Claus and to a lesser extent the Easter Bunny. There are few details of the Tooth Fairy's appearance that are consistent in various versions of the myth. Oh. Good. A 1984 study conducted by Rosemary Wells. Reliable? I uh, uh, don't uh, understand who she is, but I'm not going to click on her. No. Revealed that most, 74% of those surveyed, believe the Tooth Fairy to be female, while 12% believe the Tooth Fairy to be either neither male nor female. No, oh, transgender. Yeah, that's Families in comfortable shoes, it's anything And 8% believe the tooth fairy could be either male or female. Still transgender. I I would stop there and say I've generally accepted the Tinkerbell. Yeah, I'm going to go Tinkerbell. Got it? Yeah, I'm thinking female. When asked about her findings regarding the tooth fairy's appearance, Wells explained You've got your basic Tinkerbell type tooth fairy with the wings, wand, a little older, and whatnot. Mm hmm. Who, who wants to be quoted as saying whatnot? That's not a good quote, is it? Not a dipstick. Hmm. Then you've got some people who think that the tooth fairy is a man or a bunny rabbit or a mouse. I've never thought of that. They're weirdos. I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm not sure that I've ever, <laughs> I've ever understood that. Wouldn't it be the tooth mouse? Yeah. That you no, know, that's just weird. Yeah, no, that's just weird. <laughs> I mean, kitties are going to bloody have nightmares with that one. Uh, yes. Uh, one review of, pub- of uh, published children's books and popular artwork found the Tooth Fairy to also be depicted as a child with wings. A pixie. Yeah, I could, a I could see that. I could yeah, see that. Yeah, that one, maybe. A blue mother figure, like a girl Smurf, I guess. Yeah. A flying ballerina, two little old men. Oh. Hello. It's getting on. <laughs> it's getting weird. A, Depends what, like, you know, depends what suburb you live in. Yeah, this is starting <laughs> to get creepy now. A dental hygienist. Oh, yeah, that'll work. Because I had them in a the pot- Norse times. Yeah. A pot-bellied man flying. Sorry, I'll say that again. A pot-bellied flying man smoking a cigar. A bat, a bear, and others. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think we'll stay with Tinkerbell and the C-130. I, if yeah, you, if I'm you either, don't mind. I either want to, yeah, I either want to see her. I mean, the other thing that crossed my mind. Was, <laughs> so there was no aircraft there, was it? No, it doesn't so sound Harry like there's a C-130 Harry. at this stage. Because uh, a Harrier jump jet's got the vertical takeoff, you see. Could have been a drone. Yeah, AP. Yeah. Was that from a, a Wikipedia entry? It was from Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, that can I, recommend, it. can I recommend you go in there and edit it and add C-130? <laughs> <laughs> With with and if you if you if you want to entertain the theory, you could you could just imagine Tinkerbell's at the control. Absolutely, yeah. makes sense now. I put I put C C one thirty and see if anyone bothers to edit it out. One day. <laughs> Ros- no, Murray, Rosemary Wells will get in there. Oh, yeah, well, we don't know who she is. Do you? And I think we'll leave it there. Yeah, I think we shall. It's, my brain's starting to hurt now. You could put 
C-130, and you know how you're supposed to put a reference. The reference can be the Vinyl, vinyl Lounge. lounge show. <laughs> Yes. And, and then and then put a link to the audio file. 